What's up, you guys? And welcome back to Tune In Tuesdays with your favorite gals, the H's. I'm Haley. And I'm Hannah. Let's get synced. a vibe she wanna ride Haley. how's your vibe man the vibe is spectacular we are um doing a little remote recording for you folks today so it's a bit of a different experience i'm seeing my gal through the screen and usually i'm sitting next to her so i will say it's a bit different but uh the times call for desperate measures you know um I know, but you know what? This is it's cool. It's cool. It's cool. It's a different like vibe, it. but um, we we still are going to do our honorary clink because you know we have to. Um, but I can't say that she's going to be a, a normal sound. So we're just gonna go for it. We're gonna give her a little a little clink clink. You ready? Ready, hand. You ready? <laughs> Sorry, I don't know if that was that was coming off at all, but that was the clink for y'all. I think we were like, I think it was a double clink, you guys. Um, <laughs> that- I. It was that doo-doo. <laughs> right anyway. Bringing you live beats from the clink. <laughs> uh, what are you drinking over there, girl? Mm. So this is a little Malibu Blue Gatorade. Ooh. It's just a little Malibu, if you will. <laughs> a little blue. Just a little Malibu. Yeah, what are you sipping on? Um, this is a little pinnacle vodka because I'm a vodka gal, and she's she's mixed up with a little fresca soda water. It's like one of those kind of sugar free deals, so it tastes like vodka and aspartame, folks. I'm not gonna lie to you; she's <laughs> not the best, but she's not. Damn. Yikes! I'm gonna wow. Set her down because I got a feeling the glass is just clinky clink clinking all over the place, but um. We got we got some some topics to hit y'all with today. Uh, I just want to start out by saying this weekend was a bang bang. Shout out <laughs> to Hand the Nans and the Huzz because they really pulled one on your gal. You know they, they, were, they were conspiring. <laughs> they were conspiring with uh, my man's yeah. and. Um, <laughs> His name is Jake. I'm just going to go ahead and say it. I don't think he'll mind, but shout out. He better be listening. I'll find him. I know. But- <laughs> He's a, uh, I would like to say a real shout out to Jake. Um, I hope this is well received, my pal. <laughs> and uh, all I got to say is you're a real one. You're a real one. He's a real one. So Hannah and Zach pulled a little a little trickaroo on your girl and then jake came and surprised me over the weekend he he does not live here in charlotte so we're doing a little long distance thangalang and uh me and hannah went out for a little shopping trip and i came back to the casa and um i'd say zach is just under six feet and my man's is a beanstalk he's like six four so we i opened the door they opened the door i had no idea he was going to be there i had some some guesses that he might he might pop up but there was nothing set in stone and jake proceeds to open the door and i'm staring Uh, directly hold on a second if you rewind like (laughs) two hours prior to this moment of him opening my door I'm on my way home from work on the phone with Haley. We're about to meet over here before we go on our shopping adventure. Yes. Because 
I knew he was coming over here and I right. had to get her to leave. And she was like, I just don't know. I And she's <laughs> such a planner. So like, that's the first thing, like major planner. Like she just likes to know like what's going on. She's still very go with it, but like mm-hmm, for mm-hmm. a weekend, um, of events, right? We had a little event this weekend. We did, we did. You want she wants to know what's going on. So she's like, something's not right. Like, I don't see his little snap ghost anymore. Like, what's up with that? And I'm like, that's weird. That's weird. That's suspicious. <laughs> no, I was actually like, uh, like, he's probably just like playing disc golf in a place with like zero service. So like the snap ghost goes away. Like I know something. About <laughs> and it's like, I don't really know how that works, but like he probably just doesn't have service. And I'm like, I don't think that's how that works. She's like, no, 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 no. Reassuring me. Anyways, I go to open the door. I'm expecting to see Zach. So I'm like looking kind of eye level to where I would think his estimate his eyes would be. And I open the door to stare at my boyfriend's nipples, essentially. <laughs> and he had a my shirt first on. thought is I mean, no. <laughs> my first thought is, damn, who's this fine friend of yours? And it took me like literally about two two seconds to realize your man's and I was I was overcome with joy the little fam bam was together once again uh shout out to Han and Zach made me feel so special this weekend doing that for me and we had a banging time um we love you yeah it was fun it's it's fun to be part of a surprise and like know part of it and help with it in some some sort of fashion Jake was so funny and just like the constant communication and I think he was like worried about not being able to pull off a surprise by himself and not really having like um a large point of contact you know even though he does have um many friends here for you per se like he was worried about you know him coming down you didn't know he was coming here mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. where is she without me being like yo where you're like where are you? Where are you uh, at? It was just like funny. It was like consistent communication over the last, mm, I would say like two weeks. Oh, wow. That's like Maybe. longer than I. Maybe like a week and a half. Oh, okay. I have okay. to go back in my text and say, but it was something and he was so cute. He was like, you know, like I just like haven't surprised somebody. Like I'm really excited and I'm nervous. And he's, he's, he, he felt bad because he felt like he was being dishonest. And I was like, it, it's for the right reason. It's for the right reason. <laughs> I mean, everybody knows what we're talking about. You have a right reason to be dishonest. And that is when you are trying to surprise somebody, right? Right. right that right. might be when you know that somebody who just really wants to wear something just because you don't like it, you can be dishonest and say, you look good. Just because <laughs> I don't like it doesn't mean I'm going to be like, oh, no, I don't like that on you. Not anything about specific about it. Just maybe it's not like your personal preference. You can be dishonest about that. Right, right, right. So he was, he was pretty nervous because he really wanted to pull it off. He really wanted to surprise you. He did. He did. I, I mean – my reaction was probably underwhelming because I've never been surprised before like that in my life. Honestly, truly, like no one's ever gone out of their way to surprise me. So it was super sweet. But I, you can ask Hannah, she was standing right next to me. I literally just stood there and like, no words, just blank stare, just yep. 
Just me like that. a second to register this fine man that was looking back at me and I was like, who are you? And then I was like, oh, this, this baby. <laughs> so, but uh, we had a great time. And uh, you guys probably saw some pics on the the synced Instagram. If you don't follow, do follow because she's, she's on the come up. <laughs> and, uh, Hannah, tell them what you were for the, the partay. Oh. So if you guys didn't already know, it was a full moon Saturday night (laughs) (laughs) up in the sky and down on land where I was. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. She was full. Yes. So uh, Z and I went as a little Hugh Hefner and playmate. So I was just a little bunny hopping around, stoking the fire. Every time (laughs) I messed with the fire, I said, I'm working. Hannah was killing the killing the playmate costume. Her and Zach looked fantastic. We were your favorite rodents because I was. You were your favorite rodents. <laughs> your fave rodents. Yeah. Not only are we your favorite ages, but last weekend we were the favorite rodents. And um, my man's was um, gosh, he he's told me the name of the character he was five hundred times from Sandlot. From the Sandlot, yeah. <sighs> Seth, maybe? I don't remember. I'd Google it if I had a chance. But anyways, we showed up and showed out. He didn't want to be Mickey, I guess. And I understand, but it's fine. He he didn't have yellow shoes shoes he needed. (laughs) He's like, I don't have any yellow shoes. I'm like, that's that's permissible. We'll let that one slide. So uh, there were some other fantastic costumes there. Someone was dressed up as Hillary Clinton in a... um, prison <laughs> in a prison suit what do you call that uh the orange jumpsuit i'm not really sure in um, apparel i feel like they should really spice up the name for that they really should uh maybe prison, like the- suit, prison wear inmate apparel jazz her up a little <laughs> bit relaxed incarceration gear. <laughs> yes but no one had the better costume none other than our friend tyler oh my god Tyra correction. Tyra. <laughs> Miss Universe. Uh, we got to put a picture of that on our Instagram. We will um, definitely be dropping a pic. Or a video. I mean, like, the video is a better... I, we'll get we'll get permission. Oh, we'll get permission and we will be yeah. posting. Give me the thumbs up on that. <laughs> All y'all need to know is our boy walked in with his girlfriend's, um, excuse me, fiance's hair extensions clipped into his hair. Yeah. He was wearing some um some high socks and a little onesie that said Miss America on it with probably he was rocking some like F cups. Some fake F cups. They were huge. And the nips stitched in nips. (laughs) (laughs) The nips looked like some old timey upholstered furniture, if you know what I'm saying. Yes, I have a picture of the nips also. (laughs) It was quite the time. Um, Me and Hannah made some snacks for this evening, and some of them went better than others. (laughs) Listen, chocolate melts start out a little shaky, shaky. Did y'all know that chocolate seizes? It gets hard. And weird. It gets weird. It turns into like fudge. I don't don't know. But (laughs) Haley fixed it. I said, I am tossing in the towel with this one. 
I can no longer make whatever I'm trying to do any better. So I started on my jello shots because I had to make about a hundo jello shots. <laughs> I'm yeah. better than others, but Haley really whips it up with the chocolate because I wanted witch's fingers. And so we did pretzel rods, white chocolate, grain food coloring, shaped up the almonds. And when I say my gal made that shit look better than acrylic tips, I'm talking <laughs> If I would have had nail glue, I would have let her put almonds on my fingers for Halloween. <laughs> I mean, we're talking the perfect coffin shape, appropriate yes. for the times. And I mean, we're talking carving, carving almonds, marks. Oh, carving almonds. Yes. I mean, I really went all out. If we have a picture of those, we'll post them as well. We do. Because, I do. Oh, yeah. I was, I was thoroughly impressed, but. Um, <laughs> Don't forget the cuties. The cuties. We took some Sharpies to the cuties and drew some little jack-o'-lanterns on them. They were so cute. Um, all the snacks were fab. Yeah. Now, we had some high expectations for the Jello shots, much, most of which yeah. were fantastic. However, mm-hmm. one recipe in particular we would probably not recommend again. No, probably not recommend again. Um... What were they called? Oh. They were <laughs> <laughs> All right. So um we had the the fireball jello shot and that was the orange jello, the fireball, and apple cider. Amazing. That one might have been my favorite. Delish. So good. Tastes like um, apple cider in a little a little jello jello concoction. It was delicious. So good. So good. Um, and then the yellow was a lemon drop. That was literally so hard to take. It was so strong. They and were potent. Yeah, it was it was tough. It was like I don't know. It's like you were breathing in the fumes from the alcohol, right? When it it literally like lemon cello just to the juggy. And the thing was, it called for even more lemon juice in the recipe. Yeah. I was like, there's no way you yeah, can do exactly. lemon vodka, limoncello, and fresh squeezed lemon juice. I mean, if you had the scurvy, then sign up because that would have been the antidote. But yeah. otherwise. And then, wait, coming back to the jello shots, can you please tell the people of the cast, the listeners of the cast, yeah. how you fixed mm, the seized chocolate with a simple morning liquid friends let me rewind i think i changed the chocolate melting game forever quite possibly could be legendary could be the new move i might be putting you on to a little something something friends so we were we were having some struggles with the seized chocolate and jake says why don't we put milk in it and i'm like well i don't really know if that'll work and hannah goes well i don't even have milk and i'm like what you got (laughs) <laughs> what's in the fridge open the fridge friends and i see a little french vanilla coffee creamer i said it's gonna have to do dump it right in save the day save the whole day and it was i will good. forever be using french vanilla creamer to unseize my chocolate for the rest of my life because when i tell y'all <laughs> it added a flavor dimension that i did not know was possible listen she did that at first i was like all right, this might taste a little different, but I don't think it's going to be anything that anybody can't pick up on. Listen, couldn't even tell, and it was so good. So oh, good. So good. It almost makes me wonder if it would have been as good without the French vanilla. Probably not. And the seized chocolate. 
But we say revive chocolate. Y'all, we literally melted two cup, maybe even more than that, of white chocolate chips, and it all went to crap. And the oh, French God. vanilla coffee creamer, I think it might have even have been off brand. Don't know, but it was delicious. Try you know it. what? We were talking about how good it was, but we did we did go through some. <laughs> through the works trying to get it right first we were like melting in the microwave and we were like no this isn't working we got out the double boiler and we were like okay this is working and then it wasn't working again and then we got it working and by we i mean like Haley was cooking and whipping and wicked whipping and cooking and i just sat there stressed because i was like i really want these witch fingers we were whisking it up to, t- to say the least but back to the jello shots yes back to the jello shots so and- the white one guys the white one was the worst, Haley. And Haley and I tried them at nine o'clock in the morning the day of. <laughs> tough. Friends. Tough. So it was supposed to be like a, what would you say? It was like a Malibu, um, pineapple juice, and something else, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was supposed to be like a little, a little pina colada uh, concoction. Mm hmm. But here's what happened, folks. Instead of kind of being one consistent liquid, our um, our liquid separated on us, and we had a thick white layer on the top, and then a little gelatinous layer on the bottom. And I'm not even going to say what this white layer looked like, but welcome me. <gasps> She said it. She said it, folks. I don't really know what to tell you, but I will confirm. I was a witness. And um, I was the first one to try. I really felt felt (laughs) bad for some people, like, like watching their faces on Saturday take them. I was like, pains. (laughs) I tried it first. So it's like 9 a.m. We had just woken up. And I'm like, hey, how's the jello shot situation? She's like, I don't know. You want to try it? I said, duh. So she throws me one. This is the first one, folks. I uh, I use my finger to like you know caress her out of the little jello ramekin. Really, is what it, it looked was, like. It was already weird when you did that. You're like the sun's. <laughs> I was like the texture is off, but the flavor could still be good. So we're gonna give it a go. I'm telling you, this hit my taste bud and instant rejection. <laughs> I like spit this little guy back out in the cup. In my man's the the boy that he is, he goes, I'll taste it. When I tell y'all this is the least picky eater I've ever witnessed in my entire life, and this man full-fledged looked like he was going to vomit all over Hannah and Zach's couch. Eating this, he took it like a man. I'm not going to lie to you, but he looked displeased. Um, all in all, we're not going to recommend the pina colada jello shot. <laughs> no, don't even reach out to me for the recipe because I'm not even going to like recommend to make those. Those were terrible. She was amazing. They were, they were not good. They smelled really good, and... Everything going into them were, was really good, but it was where it went south is that that recipe required like unflavored gelatin rather than jello. Right. And um, it was major difference. A, a little bit of a difference. I didn't try any of the other jello shots though, the champagne ones. I didn't try the champagne ones either. I made two other champagnes. Um, one of them was just regular champagne with blue jello and the other one was a rosé champagne with the cran raz and strawberry jello oh i really i heard i heard the blue and the red was really good dang 
It's fine. I took one for the team. Um, I'm sorry for anyone else at the party that had to endure that because it was quite the experience and I will I will not be making those in the future, but uh, we'll drop the fireball. The fireball was it. Yeah, we'll drop that, that recipe for any of your future holiday events. Yes. Coming up. Um, what else about anything else about this weekend? I'm trying to think. The Ubers were surprisingly reasonable. Uh, I will say that much. Yes, I was um, quite surprised to hear what that fair price was. Just $10 for a little 15-minute ride. I mean, I was I was shooketh. I would have thought during the crisis we would be having a little bit of a surge rate, especially on Halloween, but they had us. They had our back. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, getting into the meat and potatoes <laughs> of today's epi. Um... Me and Hannah obviously decided to start this podcast because we just, well, one, we're just talkers, and two, we just want to give people like a, a good little laugh, and we did this for fun, essentially is what I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. And we've had some very, very supportive people. I uh, shouted out a few friends from last week's episode, and um, I have some family members, and just uh, a lot of people on both sides that are super, super supportive of our podcast, and they tell us every week, you know... Really loved your episode. We'd love to come on. We've had a an overwhelming amount of people that want to come on to our podcast. And don't worry, like we're gonna try and get as many people on here to share some stories as mm-hmm. possible in the future. because uh, we love the support and we want to give back. However, or for you guys to ask some questions. Um Yes, or tell us we've, <laughs> we've got some guests who have put little bugs in our ears and we need to confirm that they are one hundo down. We will keep <laughs> I don't want to give any spoilers, but ladies particularly our ladies yes have the questions and she will have the answers if the answers this guest i mean i'm very excited for that but stay tuned hopefully in a few weeks we'll be uh following up on what we're talking about but overwhelmingly positive feedback amazing support from the friends and the fam however we have had some some backlash some some unsupportive friends. Not no, I wouldn't even call them friends. We've had some unsupportive peeps, mm-hmm. and uh, I was just gonna say straight up haters. Haters. I mean, <laughs> and that's fine because the haters are the motivators, baby girl. They hate us because they ain't us. <laughs> and so we're just gonna take a few minutes to talk about friends supporting friends and like how important it is to have true friends in your life. And this is not directed at anyone that I know personally, but um, I have in the past experienced some people that claim to my friend, but their actions said completely, completely opposite. And uh, we have noticed some people that have not really been Supportive of El Casto, and that's fine. We don't expect everyone to be on board. Um, so it's just not some of the, this isn't everyone's cup of tea, but um, we just want to take a moment to talk about how you should be that supportive friend. Yeah. So we have, and it's not like we've received like anything negative. No, or no, no hate mail or like anything like that. But it, it's, and it's not even like. Oh, you're not showing support. You don't. You must not like us. It's not even about not showing us support, but we've 
we've just noticed some things. Some you know? things we are we are very intelligent women. Yeah. And basically what we just wanted to say is especially during the crisis times being being a supportive friend could not be more important. Um whether it's supporting your friend through their business venture, supporting your friend for, through a uh, milestone that they finally reached or something they've been wanting to accomplish, be a good friend and be there for them. And more more specifically, I do have some friends that are starting to come out of their shell and take a little bit of an entrepreneurship leap. And, you know, whether that's start a podcast or start a business or whatever, um, I, I try to support them in whatever means possible. And support is can come in a variety of different forms, uh-huh. I think. And one of those is, to me, personally... If your friend is selling a product, pay full price for that product. Mm-hmm. Be there, especially right now. That goes for services as well. Yeah, services as well. Now, it's a completely different story if your friend wants to offer you a discount because you are close to them. And oh, if, yeah. if that's the case, take it. But that's um, them being like, yo, you've shown me some support. Look where I am now. So this is like them returning the favor back to you for your loyalty and support and not that you have to even do that but um we personally I mean even before the podcast I'm pretty sure that we've experienced this and at some point um but we did notice it a little bit differently from a people we know and b total strangers once we had started total strange um and it is so funny that it, social media is such like a follow me and I'll follow you back type of deal. And that's just Ooh, like, yeah. we're not shooting for that. We're not shooting for follower growth. We're not shooting for anything like that to have like high numbers. We are going for just quality over quantity. Yes, because, I mean, that's just that's where we want to keep it. And it really sucks that we have seen some of the things, um, you know, people choose some of the things that they've done uh, or maybe not do in that matter. Um, Cause that works in reverse as well. Um, but it's super important to just support people in general. They don't even have to be like your friend or like your best friend, right? Like, if it's somebody you know out here doing something, let them know that they're doing a good job. Yeah, um, especially right now because this is a very, very depressing time for a lot of people. And I think I think it's really hard for, one, people to, to feel like they're in an environment where they can thrive. So that's already against them just because yeah. of the crisis, as I've mentioned. Yeah. So let people know they're doing a good job. Support them. And if you can't buy someone's product or pay for a service or Or in whatever. the very least, give them a shout out. Give them a like. That's it. Tag That's them it. in something or like just send them a text to be like, hey, I hope you have a good day. Or like, I don't know. There's just so many different things that you can do to show your support. One of my favorite things is sliding in another gal's DMs to be like, Yes, I love when I see other women lifting others up or just people in general. I see, you know, I say women because on on my social media, I see more women doing that on their stories than men. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I just agree. lifting people up. Even yeah, if it's just that, 
you know, that clap back hand. The clap yeah. emoji. Just hit him with the clap react. You know, you definitely want to be yeah. be supportive and be more yeah. than anything right now. Yep. Just be supportive. Be supportive. Of what excites your friends or your family. I mean, mm-hmm. both. Mm-hmm. Um, whether that's their new job venture or, I mean, it really can be anything. I just be excited for them. If it's something that excites them. Even if you can't relate to it, yes, be excited for them. And that takes us into being honest. Yes. Honesty with your pals. We talk about honesty a lot on the cast, but honestly, honestly, no pun intended. Honestly, (laughs) honestly, let's talk about honesty. Honestly. (laughs) Truthfully, um, honesty and just communication about anything is so key, even when it comes to your friends. And I think that's one thing that I do value most about my Mine and Hannah's friendship is that we're close gals. I mean, the closest of the close, but sis is still going to shoot me straight at the end of the day. She's going to tell me what's good, what's not good. She's going to look out for me because that's what a friend does. Yep. I'm going to always keep it ho-nest, baby. Ho-nest. She's going to keep it eight more than 92 with your gal at all times. And I think anyone that's really genuinely friends with me will tell you the same. They will tell you, you know. Absolutely. Haley is, it might not be what I wanted to hear, but it's what I needed to hear. And to me, that is someone who genuinely has your best interests at heart because anyone can say, yeah, sounds great. Yeah. Okay. But it takes, in my opinion, a lot of balls to look at your friend and be like, I think, I think you might be fucking up, sis. Like you might, you might be And the cool thing is, is like, we, we've had to make I mean, if you can imagine, I don't know if you've ever started a podcast, but we've had to make quite a few decisions as a as a unit, as mm-hmm. a singular unit, as a team. And I would say it's been pretty simple and fairly easy. I mean, we're both pretty open-minded, but at the same time with these decisions, we've had to be honest, right? Yeah. When making decisions and being like, and we haven't seen eye to eye on everything, but we what we do always do is compromise or we mm-hmm. take both of our ideas and we fuse them or mm-hmm. I mean it also helps us both being so lax so if the other one has an idea the other one is probably gonna you know give it the thumbs up yeah I mean do think very similarly but there has been days where Hannah or myself have been like mm. Honestly, just wasn't a great day. Don't really feel like re- recording. And that may that may not be like fit the other person's schedule. But at the end of the day, we come to a compromise. We do what we got to do. And yeah, we, we, we get it done. But also, uh, I think the unspoken agreement that we have is we're, we're honest enough that we haven't even really said this out loud. But Hino knows that I would never put our podcast above our friendship. So if for um, whatever reason, this would like... Be become an issue. That would we're be out. it. There would you guys be. Won't hear us again. <laughs> we out. We're, we're, we're taking a brief pause. Um, but things have been pretty smooth sailing. We're just here to say, uh, don't think that confrontation and friendship is always a bad thing. Not to say that we are con- confrontational with each other at all, because we aren't, truthfully. But be honest. Even if you do think it might be a point of confrontation, you are whether you realize it or not being the better person by being able to tell someone, listen, this is, this is really what I do think about A, B, C, or D. Mm-hmm. And they, they can do with that information what they will, but you're doing, in my opinion, the best possible thing for your friend that you care about if you're just one haunted at all times. So yeah, that is and your word. I mean, your word is so important 
It's it's speaking your truth. And mm-hmm. isn't that the most valuable place to put it is into your established relationships and friendships and that's where it's valued. That's where it should be respected and honored. If, if, if you give an honest opinion and it's not received well, it, mm-hmm. it's – I mean, I don't know. I, I'm, I feel like you should always be able to be honest. But that goes back to tone, right? Like it depends on your um, delivery and how – you got to come correct with the tone. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I think there's a way to say everything, but you you really have to sit back and think about what you want to say and how you want to say it because that matters more than, to me, what, what you're actually saying. So yep. uh, be honest, but also yep. take a minute to reflect on what you're trying to say and how it's going to come across. And yep. if they're a real friend, they're going to appreciate the fact that you, yep. you, you had their best interests. Uh, I think the most problematic thing i see in a lot of friendships is the flakiness yeah flaking on the plans being a little bit of a flake flake and that happens that happens people got things that come up but again it just comes back to keep it real with them you don't feel like going out just Uh say that yeah just say that you know you don't have to be like my dog is sick my hamster's dying (laughs) just say why do you have a hamster (laughs) just say listen tonight i'm just think i'm gonna hang by myself we can schedule something for later it's that simple don't get into a a a tiffy over the fact that you just want to cuddle up in bed i get that we've all been there just oh my god yeah just say it i mean now if it's something you probably should attend uh and it's not like a major something that you do have to fix right then and there or something like that. Like it's something that you probably should attend. Um, maybe somebody's wedding. Maybe somebody's funeral. <laughs> yeah. Um, you just don't hit the flake on that. Right. You probably should. I would strongly, strongly suggest not hitting the flake on milestone events. No, because um, we had people hit the flake on us and uh, uh, what the hell. <laughs> you definitely need to uh evaluate the the flakiness of of uh your bun here and uh you don't want to be too flaky <laughs> you just want be- to not get a flake is don't be a flake <laughs> <laughs> yeah so um you might want to be a pillsbury biscuit and not a croissant is all i'm saying but, um, uh, uh, oh my gosh. but you know what it's okay to flake we're not saying don't flake it's okay to be f- like to flake, but be honest. But be smart honest. about the flake. <laughs> be smart about the don't flake if you have other plans. <clears throat> Come correct with the flake. Um, one other thing we wanted to touch on about just friendships in general is, I think a lot of people are, are afraid to walk away from toxic friendships or friendships that are clearly just very one sided. I know for me personally. My circle is very small. I would say there's probably about five, six people that I'm like, these are my ride or die gals. Could call them up in the middle of the night. They would do anything. I mean, they could drop whatever they're doing and be there for me. And other than that, I do have a lot of acquaintances or just like a lot of friends. But in terms of like my core circle, I know I can count on you, call on you, whatever, whatever. It's very, very tight. And that's for that's for good reason. Um, Just because... I feel like I've been on this earth long enough to kind of evaluate the fact that I'm really just don't want to pour into relationships that I don't feel like are pouring back into me. And 
there are some friendships out there that I felt like were very one-sided and it's like, oh, I'm only friends with you because you can offer me something or you know somebody or whatever, whatever. I'm just going to come out and say that ain't your friend, sis. Yeah. If they're using and abusing or just a friend when it's convenient, fuck them. Honestly, I mean, they... That's not a friendship. That's just like a one-way street. And I genuinely can say I have maybe two very close good friends from like my childhood still to this day. So Mm -hmm. uh, those are relationships that I value more than anything because they have been through me, been through me, (laughs) been with me (laughs) (laughs) through the thickest and the thinnest of times and, um, you know, had to let some other people go just because I felt like. I was a friend just because I could give them a ride home from my job or I'm, I'm making things up right now, but it wasn't because they were actually invested in uh, my life or wanted to be there. It was because I had something to offer them. And I think people need to start being a little bit more honest with uh, their friendships. Like, is this somebody that is really genuinely concerned about me and wants me to succeed and whatever, whatever, or are they just my friend out of convenience or Whatever the case may be. Uh, yeah, I don't know. We all had friendships like that. I, I think so. I think a lot of people have been there, but just don't, don't, be- don't even think about it. At some point, you guys hung out for the last time ever and you didn't know it was the last time you hung Isn't out. that sad? Like, That's the saddest thing to me. You fell out like y'all are just kicking it like normal and then it's just like poof. Poof. Gone. I do think um on the other end of the spectrum. The friends that I am the closest with, for the most part, are not the ones that I talk to every day. You know, like um, my closest friend, Lindsay, she lives in a different state from me. I hear from her probably once a week. We'll have like a two, three hour phone conversation because we we catch up like one good time a week and I go and visit her or she comes to visit me once every three or four months. And mm-hmm. that's just the state of our friendship. And if you feel like you have to see or cater to a friendship all the time over your other priorities, like maybe, maybe that's not the friend for you because I really do think the closest friendships are not always the ones that you have to literally put all of your time and effort and energy into that, that, to me doesn't seem authentic uh and nor is it always practical so yeah don't don't be afraid to cut off the toxic peeps yeah cut them off i was gonna try to make some like scissor sounds but i'm not even gonna give her like now snip snip there's not a for me on that one yeah you gotta cut them off let them go let gotta them let them go lie yeah. out into the wild we talk a lot about uh romantic relationships here on the cast but mm-hmm. We wanted to make sure that that's that's not all we're talking about. It can be it can be your gal pals, it can be your bros. Uh, speaking of bros, shout out to the bros because we have uh, like forty five percent of our listeners yes. are male. Yes, we are kind of yeah. shook if because we are talking about periods and um rings and rings on the cast and. I did not expect that 45% of our listeners would be male, but we are here for it. We love it. Love um, it. I'm loving that. I think I th- we were both like, we still look at the numbers and we're like, we even count the men that we know personally who listen to it. I'm like three, maybe. <laughs> um, and we have, you know, roughly like 
we have a decent following, I would say. And to know that half of them are male is very surprising, but we are here for it. We actually would love to hear from y'all. Um, yeah. What which, is it that you like about this podcast that is... What keeps you coming back? Yeah. Like... Is it the Nuva ring? Because... Um, but that uh, kind of... We're going to segue into just that. If you guys... Even you male listeners have some questions for us. And shout out to the 23 to 27 year olds. Yeah, because you guys are the leading group listening. Hit us in our advice box. We do have one of those on our link tree, on our Instagram. Uh, Ask us anything. You need some girl advice? We got you. You need to know uh, what you should wear to the function. We got you. I mean, whatever whatever you need, we got you. Um, we are going to end this episode again with a little reminder to hit our advice box with just questions about us. Maybe some advice you need. 100% anonymous. We are down for the ride. Mm-hmm. And we're just going to wrap up the rest of our epi with a question or two. Ooh, yes. Because from people who have already gone into the box. Yes. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> um, you've gone into the open um, the box. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah. <laughs> it's fine. We're fine. So the question we're going to start out with today from our anonymous asker, whoever you are, hope this is some decent advice for you. They asked us, how do you feel about living with someone you aren't married to? That is question number one. Muy bien. <laughs> I feel very good about well I'm I am married but we were we cohabitated um we lived together before we were married I'm an adult I can say that um and it was something that I believe to be very beneficial to the strength of our marriage now um because you don't know somebody unless you live with them. And that's like as fact as what I can shoot because yeah. um, you think you might know, like if you stay together a lot, like you think you might know. I've been there in a place where, you know, maybe I thought that I knew or even before we lived together, um, I was like, oh, I know exactly what it would be like to live together. I have a pretty good idea, you know, like staying a couple nights here or there throughout the week. And I had no clue. Um, but those are the things that you, you strengthen and you grow in your relationship. Mm -hmm. Um, because at the end of the day, it's another human being. Like I said, we've said it before in previous episodes, you were raised different. They were raised different. Mm -hmm. People have different lifestyles. Um, and yeah, you just, it gives you more insight on, them as a person and I I would yeah that's not a 10 recommend I wouldn't marry somebody without living with them not saying I wouldn't have married Zach but it would have been like a whole nother ball game to go from dating living separate to marrying that's just my personal opinion on that my so 
I'm coming from the complete opposite of El Spectrum because I'm still out here trying to secure the bag for some poor unfortunate man to spend forever with me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to him in the bag like the leprechaun on St. Patrick's Day back in the classroom. You know how you would come to your classroom when you went to lunch and the gold was everywhere and I'm talking he messed up everything in the classroom and everybody was like, we're going to get him and get the gold and we're all going to be rich. Haley's trying to get that man in that bag. Yeah, I'm trying to. I'm trying to put him in there. I'm trying to trying to wrap it up with a little bow on it. But until then, um, I actually have never lived with a a partner, so I really don't even know what that what that is like. However, from the numerous girlfriends that I have and guy friends that have lived with a significant other before marriage or just you know someone they were seeing and never married because maybe it didn't go so hot, they also ten out of ten recommend and. I think for myself personally, that is also probably the route I will take at at one point, just because I think when you don't live together, you can retreat and you can run away and you can go back to your little, your space, your hiding place, whatever you want to call it after an argument or after a bad day or whatever the case may be. And people can really seclude themselves when they have their own space. They can choose to show you certain things and not others. And when you live with that person, you have to face the problems literally head on. Like there is nowhere when you live together, you you can't, I mean, you can leave, you can go to a friend's, but at the end of the day, you're coming home to that person. They are going to be there. And I think it really forces you to learn how to one, just get along uh, to how to compromise on issues that you maybe don't see eye to eye on. And three, I mean, that's that's kind of a picture of the rest of your life. And if, if you're in the dating phase and you're like, okay, this ain't for me. Uh, we can't even compromise on little small things or I'm miserable coming home to this person. Probably a red flag that uh, this might not be the, the person you're supposed to be with. So I think having that notion of what a little snapshot of what forever, potentially, if that's what your, your goal for marriage is, hopefully, uh, and you're like, this ain't it. I personally would want to know that before I I did the whole the whole nine mm-hmm. and said I do, uh, just because yep. I'm trying to do this thing one time and one time only. Because, That's um, yeah, so I think. Of course, to each their own. If that's not something you and your partner want to do, by all means, live by your own rules. But. Um, I think I think that's the route I'll take. Obviously, that's what Hannah did, yep. and, and I mean I I also know people that never lived together before they got married and they're doing fine. So it's not to say that it can't be done, but you do need to evaluate kind of how you feel and how committed you are to the relationship and how your partner feels about it, and if that's something you guys are willing to discuss or do together and go from there. Um, that's really all I got to kind of say about debt. Yeah, but because at the end of the day, I mean, you're either gonna live before you get live together before you get married, and get married, and it all goes well, or live together before you get married, get married, and then get divorced. I mean, there's like <laughs> four you, different options, six different options of direction. There's definitely a possibility y'all could live together for four years before you get married, and then get married, and then it still goes to shit. I don't know. I mean, things happen. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. There's yeah, absolutely. There's no recipe individual in the relationship. I mean, it's it's, it's work. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. One hundred percent. It's work, and you always have to try, and you 
always have to show up. And so I think that if it's not going to work, then it's not going to work because you're not. Regardless of what. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Do what you do. But do, do you, you know, know. I think that if whatever you want, that's your prerogative. Do what makes Be, you happy at the end of the day. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, and we're going to wrap up with, with one more question. What do we think, Han? One more? One more? Um, so on a little bit of a lighter note, someone asked us just straight up, would you have plastic surgery? And if so, what kind? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Any kind they want to give. No, I'm kidding. Um, huh. I think it depends. And right now in my life, I'm saying yes to plastic. Pl- saying <laughs> yes to plastic surgery because I'm thinking about long term down the road. Mm-hmm. Right now, mm-hmm. there's nothing that I want right now. Um, but I'm thinking about as I age, maybe I do want to do some little lifties and fillies and. Just whatever. Um, I have a very expressive face, very mm, dry face. skin. So the rinkies. Yeah, I I also do. I think I don't know. I don't know if this is considered plastic surgery, but something I definitely would consider is Botox in my forehead because I do have such an expressive face. Then. I'm constantly lifting my eyebrows, and like it's those lines where after you've talked and like laughed, they don't go away for like five minutes because I lift my eyebrows so much when I talk um that might be something I would do but I would say generally at this moment in time because I am so young there's not anything I'm like jumping to fix however the quickest thing I'm like maybe I'd want to get a boob job like after we have children that I don't know or I mean just to be frank Potentially vaginal rejuvenation one day. I mean, if you're splitting from the the punani to the booty hole, I you might need a little something to fix that. I'm yeah. not really sure. I don't know. I've never had a kid, but uh, <laughs> that might be something I would consider in the future, just just for myself, or after you breastfeed and things happen and life takes its course and gravity hits. I mean, maybe a little augmentation would do something for the confidence, but. Right now, I'm I'm pretty contento. Yeah, and nothing wild. Like I, I, when I was thinking about plastic surgery, I was thinking about more the lines of, you know, injections, fillers, mm-hmm, Botox, mm-hmm. collagen. Um, I wasn't thinking about like anything where my flesh has to be removed and no tummy my, tucks. My actual like structure of my <laughs> has to be altered or like the frame. Yeah. Or like removing ribs. Like I need all those. I don't, I will never, I think to answer a better question, the only reason that I would ever get plastic surgery is to obtain something for myself. Mm-hmm not for someone else or for what mm-hmm. someone else should think that I should do or not even for something that's constantly put in front of my face, like social media, for example, because there's tons of people who literally take their accounts and, you know, they follow somebody and they go to plastic surgeons and say, make me look like this person or mm-hmm. even worse themselves with a filter. And they say, make me look like this filter. Right, no, right. No. Yeah. But if my body is, you know, if if I personally feel the way about my body, 
And like I said, sometime out down the road after we have kids and I'm like, wow, these kids done sucked my bags to the ground. <laughs> like, and not the bag. You know, back, back to the top of this party. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to talk to you. Yeah, yeah. Help me out with that. I definitely agree. I think I really do believe that everyone was made to be unique. Like you are your own individual person. You look different for a reason. You know, like you are – like no one else, there's something very unique about you. So for me, it's not that I really would want to change the way I look or um, do anything that would make me look like someone else, just because I think that that's the point, right? Is that we are just so mm-hmm. authentically ourselves. And, um, you know, not to say that I wouldn't, like I said, get a little Botox to prevent a little wrinkle wrinkle. But for me, in terms of going and just completely changing something about my identity, I don't know that that's something that I, I would really, I would consider um, just because I'm, I'm comfortable with myself. But uh, that's not to say that if, if you are like, I do not like my nose, I do not like my lips, whatever, you don't like that, sis, do whatever makes you feel comfortable. This is just not, it's not something I would personally do. Not at this point, at least. Unpretty by TLC. You can buy your hair if it won't grow. You can fix your nose if it says so. (laughs) Oh, it's a little falsetto. I love that Um, But yeah, Yeah, do whatever whatever makes you happy. I think at this point, I'm just, I just not have, I haven't gotten to a place where I'm like, I need to fix that. Not yet. Anyways, never say never, I guess. But uh, no. You know, maybe I'll get a little a little tox and a faux head one day. Something, something. <laughs> I yeah, need you. folks. Um, that's gonna wrap it up for our epi. We have been running a little bit longer on our episodes. If you guys like the longer episode, let us know. Yeah. If you like your the little shorter snippets, we're not we're not completely closed off to that idea either. We love the feedback as always, and we are so excited for everyone that listens and follows, likes, comments, rates, all the goodies. So keep it up. And it doesn't even have to be anything wild. Like people have just sent us messages and they're like, thank you. Thank you for this. (laughs) Like I will have random messages about like, or people who will connect with it. Like, Anna, for example, this weekend, we were just having casual conversations and Anna was like randomly tossing in stuff from the podcast and Haley and I love that. Cut our heads to look at her and we're like, bitch, loyalty. Yeah, we love it. We love it. Podcast, singpodcast at gmail.com and I sleepy. (laughs) We sleepy. The time change is hitting us. So we're going to sign off on this week's tune in today. We'll see you next time. Peace, boy. Peace.